From his first job flipping burgers at McDonald's and delivering the Washington Post, Craig Willett counts only one and a half years of his adult life working for someone else. Welcome to the Biz Sherpa Podcast with your host, Craig Willett, founder of several multi-million dollar businesses and trusted advisor to other business owners. He's giving back to help business owners and aspiring entrepreneurs achieve fulfillment, enhance their lives, and create enduring wealth. The Biz Sherpa. This is Craig Willett, The Biz Sherpa. Welcome to The Sherpa's Cave. I'm grateful that you joined me today from my home in Park City, Utah. I really feel this is something very important for me to share with you because I think there's a lot going on in our country nowadays where we tend to lose our identity. We tend to overlook why our country was founded. And one of the things that I wanna be sure that we talk about that's very important is what runs through all human DNA. Uh, the author of Life Dreams, Case Lane once said, entrepreneurial strain runs through the human DNA. You know, you would think that a country founded based on freedoms, when you think about people who left their countries, not to come here to find a job, but they came here to escape oppression and they were able to express themselves. Most of them were business owners. You would think we would rank the United States as one of the highest ranking countries for entrepreneurship. Well, in fact, we don't. We rank number seven to number 15, depending on which survey you look at. And that's why I started this podcast, so that I can inspire people to own businesses. I think one of the big reasons is access to capital. I think there are, there are countries out there where governments make money available to their citizens to start businesses. I think that's a mistake if we do that here. Think about it. People came here with whatever they could put on a ship and then they started. If they were farmers, they were farmers. If they were blacksmiths, they were blacksmiths. They brought their skills. Each one of us have talents. Each one of us have skills. And we need to use those skills and those talents to bless the lives of other people, to create value. That's what entrepreneurship is. Now, we did rank number three in US News and World Report, but number 11 in World Atlas is too, as Atlas as well. You know, the best capital we have is our human capital, our penchant for ingenuity. And if you question that, just look at Michael Dell, who started Dell Computers in his dorm room, or Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, who started Apple Computers. Legend has it in the garage, but I think Steve Wozniak said later that it really was in Steve's bedroom. Now, regardless of what it was, they were bootstrapping their business. They were starting from the ground up. In fact, Apple, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, what they did is paid neighborhood kids to come over and help them assemble the computer boards that they were building. You know, we don't need venture capital. We don't need large sums of money to start businesses. We need good ideas. We need ingenuity. We need passion. And when we have that passion, we can do things. Think about Henry Ford. He said, there is safety in small beginnings and there is unlimited capital in the experience gained in growing. You know, I think that's what it is. That's what it takes. Sure, it's risky. And sure, a guarantee of a paycheck is always or is often more enticing 
than going ahead and taking a risk to not get pay for a while and put yourself out there to change the lives of other people because you have a passion and you have an ability and a talent that can really make a difference in other people's lives. Opportunity comes, and I believe if you're looking, it will knock. For me, it may be as simple as when I was a teenager playing on the high school football team, going to and from practice with my neighbor, Gary Wingate, as a sophomore in high school. So I was 14, almost 15 years old. I was 15. Gary said to me one day, he goes, Craig, you know, I deliver the Washington Post in the mornings and I'm kind of getting tired of doing it and want to give up the route. Are you interested? I took up Gary's offer and started delivering the Washington Post and did it for a number of years. It required about an hour at 5.30 in the morning, six days a week, and then the Sunday paper was big. I had to get up and stuff it, meaning put all the sections together and then put it on my bike and it took at least seven trips on the bike because I, the paper was probably five times as thick as any daily that the Washington Post published because of all the ads and the comic section, of course. That was my favorite. So while I was packing them, I'd lay one out and kind of read it. But you know, it might be as simple as my first job at McDonald's that I talk about once in a while. And that is that a friend of mine in high school said that she managed a certain McDonald's restaurant and was as an assistant manager and they were looking for someone. So I took the opportunity. We have to look and understand when that opportunity knocks. Now I realize McDonald's wasn't owning a business, but my point is look for the opportunities. You know, why do they come? Why do people start businesses? There are a whole host of reasons, but I'd like to focus on a few today. One is a personal passion. My personal passion, as you know, is real estate development. I developed that passion kind of through the years. One, learning real estate at the kitchen table from my father, who was a real estate broker, and two, taking the class at the community college that he taught and got, eventually got my real estate broker's license. The other way that I developed that passion was as a CPA, I started my own firm. And what did I go to? The thing that I knew most, real estate. I developed quite a list of clients who were real estate developers. It really blessed my life. I was able to pursue my passion and help them. We could relate. I could speak their language. It was fun. It wasn't just crunching numbers. It was about pursuing my passion as well. I was lucky when I worked for an international accounting firm, one of the 15 months of my adult life where I worked for someone else. They assigned me to mortgage bankers, a bank, which I eventually started one, and they assigned me to a real estate developer. So I was fortunate. And you have to look for that. I don't think they knew that I knew real estate so well. I was just fortunate to be assigned by luck or by chance or by destiny to those opportunities. Some people like the challenge of the experience. And if you like the challenge, business ownership presents a lot of challenges, a lot of hurdles to overcome, but it allows you to develop and pursue your passion. So I would say that's another reason to start a business. Sometimes it's out of necessity, few other employment opportunities. I remember being in college and going home for the summer in Washington, DC, and while I was a younger teenager, my father would hire me occasionally 
to paint the apartments or the homes that he managed as rental properties as a real estate broker. And I'm sure he did it so that he could charge a repaint fee and then pay us as his sons a little smaller amount, which is fine. That's the, that's the entrepreneurial way. But I learned how to paint. And I was able to use that skill because as I looked around for a job, no one wanted to hire somebody for just three months during the summer. So my brother and I, my older brother, Ralph, and I started CNR painting. And we took around flyers and we found our own jobs and borrowed our dad's Cadillac, put paint in the back, and he was fortunate enough to let us put a drop cloth on top and put a ladder and tie it down to the roof to go to our jobs. It was a great experience in business for me. I learned how to market, I learned how to sell, I learned customer service at a young age while still studying in college. So maybe you don't have other opportunities. You know, right now our country's facing some devastating changes and it may be possible that you could find something that you have a passion about that you can do then to be able to provide. You know, there's nothing like being constantly on unemployment, wondering where your next check's gonna come from and how much longer Congress might extend the benefits. I really think the greatest expression of our personal freedom is to do something that makes a difference in other people's lives. Yes, something that we enjoy, but I said before on this podcast that your hobby doesn't necessarily make a good business. So look to solve a problem, a better ways of doing things, exceptional service. Why did I start businesses? When I was a CPA, I started one because I had a client call me one day and she said, you know, I have somebody I wanna to refer to you. It's too bad you're working for another firm. I'm still gonna refer them to you but I could send you a lot more business and would love to send you a lot more business if you had your own firm. Well, that got me thinking, and it didn't take too long after that that I put in my resignation and I had started my own business. Now, keep in mind, I didn't have a lot of money saved up. I was less than a year graduating with my master's degree, had been married for about a year and a half, and I went home to tell my wife, who was newly pregnant, that we were going to start a business. And she looked at me like I was probably half crazy. And we had put, we had just bought a home. So we had uh, our down payment that we had taken out of our savings account. We had very little saved up. To pay for the rent, I was able to negotiate with the landlord that I could, he said, we need to paint the office before you can move in. And I said, okay, well, who are you gonna have paint? He said, I haven't found someone yet. I said, do you mind if I do? I used to paint houses. He said, no, no problem, I'll check with the owner. And the owner came back and said, yeah, sure, we'll apply it to your first months and security deposit, what we would pay them. So I lucked out. My father had his own business, so it was in my DNA. I think it's something we have to get used to thinking about. Again, I think that it takes a little bit of personal confidence and I, was, I got that confidence from a client who told me that they wish they could refer more to me. Find a better way. There's also potentially greater financial security down the road, certainly not in the short run. I don't wanna mislead you. Those first two to three years in business are tough. You know, I would say one motivating factor for me, and I don't recommend it, some of it was fear of failure. I worked extra hard because I saw my dad struggle. I saw what a business owner can go through when things go wrong in the, the market or when things go wrong in your individual life. 
And I would recommend that you find what your motivation is, and it shouldn't be fear of failure. Your motivation should be to make a difference in other people's lives and know how you can best do that. Back to our nation's rankings. In the Boss Magazine published some statistics for most entrepreneurial nations, the United States ranked first in which cultural norms, cultural norms support opening and starting a business. We also ranked high in availability of financing. That doesn't mean it's given to you, but there is capital resources out there. It's becoming harder to rely on stable employment. And I think we need to look at how we can create and add value to our economy. As a friend of mine recently said, Bob Robert Kogadal, who you saw as a guest on this podcast, and if you didn't see it, go see the one, Accidental Success. His story is wonderful and inspirational and should take away a lot of fear of starting a business. He always says, if, I, if he could do it, almost anybody can. In fact, one of my favorite things from, that I take away from his episode was his story that he had, was accepting American Express credit cards to pay along with other ones, but he had given the wrong address to American Express and they were delivering the checks for each month when they settled up the account to his neighbor's business. And he didn't receive them. Then he entered into a contract to purchase an office building, and he's wondered where he could get the down payment. Well, his neighbor came over with a pile of checks, and it was enough for his down payment. So talk about not being organized and maybe not having a plan. Sometimes success can help find us. Like I say, opportunity knocks. But anyway, Robert said, roadblocks are no obstacle for the person who has learned to listen to that part of their heart and mind that envisions something unique that they are called to create. Can you hear that small voice that says, I have to try this? Never deny yourself the wisdom of listening to that instinct. So I guess what I'm saying is I'd love to inspire entrepreneurship and business ownership, but the best way to do it isn't to give you a formula, but to allow you to go, to have time to have introspection, know what your talents and your gifts and your abilities are and how you can make a difference in other people's lives. As you do that, you will find great, success will come your way. We can sit back and watch life on social media and TV pass us by while we weigh in once in a while on how we feel about what we're observing, or we can get up and get out and, and add value, get up and get out and add value to other people's lives through personal and unique talents and abilities. Know what yours are and then look for those opportunities. Again, the people who came to North America from other countries came for freedom. And that freedom, it was not to have a job and a guarantee of a successful life. It was the ability to express themselves, to live true to their principles and their values. I think that's what it takes. That's what embodies business ownership. It allows you to live true to your principles and values. That expression of freedom should resonate in your heart. As I started this, I gave you a quote about the entrepreneurial DNA residing in all humans. I believe that, that that entrepreneurial spirit resonates in the hearts of all human beings. And we can take that strain that runs through us and create a tide of independent business owners who are expressing their ability to make a difference in the world in which we live. This is Craig Willett, The Biz Sherpa. I hope you find, find a reason 
to start your own business because I think that that's where it starts. What's my talent? What's my ability? And what's my reason to make a difference? Thanks for joining me in the Sherpa's Den today. This is Craig Willett, the Biz Sherpa. Be sure to go to our website to access the resources related to this episode at www.bizsherpa.co. If you enjoyed this show, tell your friends about us and be sure to rate our podcast. Craig would like to hear from you, so share your thoughts in the Facebook community at bizsherpa.co. Follow us on Twitter at bizsherpa underscore co and on Instagram at bizsherpa.co.